Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crawford, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If we could turn to Romans 12. Chapter 1. I mean chapter 1. Romans 12, chapter 1. Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. You know that's dying to your flesh? Holy, acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. What the world does that mean? Don't be conformed to this world. He says, I don't want you to look like and act like and smell like this world. Because you are an alien, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be looking like them. We're supposed to be different. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How do I transform my mind? How word right here? And you see what this word says about you? And that's what you say instead of, I'm so. <laughs> what we are, what we say, what we feel, what we see, right? That's how we do it. But that is something that we have to do. I have to do it. I have to renew my mind. Because the apostle said it a while ago, my spirit got saved, but my soul, which is my mind, will, and emotions, didn't. It's still full of hell. It's still full of a lifetime of abuse, a lifetime of, of, of wrecking. <laughs> so I have to come to him and say, you know, lay before him and, and God help me and, and show me that this is not who I am. What, what, the, what people are saying about me, that's not who I am. That's who I used to be. But that's not who I am today. And Because you know what? Yeah, there's power in your tongue too. And so when you keep trying to hold me down and, and, and folks try to hold you down because you're putting pressure on them. You put pressure on them because if they can hold you back, if they can hold you into your past, then they don't have to come out of that. And we can just all be good old boys together. Good old boys who got a, who got a relationship with the man upstairs. Mm-hmm. If you have a relationship with God Almighty, you don't call him the man upstairs. Woo. Yeah, I felt that dark. Mm-hmm. We show him honor and we show him respect and 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 we bow before the ever living God who sent his son 
I don't have to be bound anymore. That was so, right now, that was so good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's God in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power to transform into your image, into your very image, because that is what he sent us here to do. Now let's turn over to Ephesians chapter 1. I tell you, Colby has blessed me, and y'all finna have to Y'all finna have to study Ephesians. I'm sorry. But he has blessed me with the commentary of Ephesians. He just gave it to me this morning. It's like I can't wait to get home and get in it. Thank you, Jesus. Because Ephesians is like the book of the Bible that, that encapsulates everything. It's all in one, this one book. Six chapters. The first to be doing. What, that's what that's what it does hey 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 thank you Jesus I wrote something down somewhere I saw I wrote it down if you know I got notes in every single book I own thank you Jesus I am a little like my father um, the f- first three chapters deal with who we are in Christ in Christ the last three chapters deal with what we do in Christ Christ. The first three is about our being, and the last three is what we do because we're in Him. The first three is what is deposited in me, and the last three is the manifestation of everything that has been deposited in me. God deposits things in me, and then I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to let it out. He wants to do something with the things that he deposits in us. Is that he deposits things in us and then that requirement. He requires me now to get up and act up on. And sometimes I don't want to do that. So I give into my flesh, I give into rebellion, I give into control, I give into fear, whatever, and I refuse. He's going to put a little pressure on me, and he's going to require again. And if I continue to ignore that, guess what? He stops messing with me. Like, okay, if that's what you want, go ahead. Okay, well, go ahead. And I, for one, don't want God Almighty to stop messing with me so I want to go ahead and just crucify my flesh I really do I know sometimes I act like I want I really do so let's look at Ephesians 1 verse 19 I want to talk about the the title of this is the the authority of the believer I couldn't hardly get that out The, 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 the authority of the believer In verse 19, it says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his power, his mighty power? 
which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but in also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be him who fills all in all. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. We were dead in our trespasses and sin. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature children of wrath just as the others but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and this right here is where he picks up he picks up again when he said when he's talking about the the great power that works in us he, he performed it in, in raising Christ Jesus from the dead. He picks up right here. And he goes, in the floor, make me a holy roller, God, because you raised me up. <laughs> he, when he raised Christ Jesus up, he raised me up because I am in him. I was in Christ. Ha! Oh, my God. I'm in him. He said it, it's the same verb. He used the same verb. He's he he's taught he's continuing his little thought. He took a little a little path over there and he's trying to tell us who we were. But he said that same power that raised Christ from the dead, he raised you with him at the same time. He says in verse 6, raised us up together and made us sit together. In the heavenly woo, places in Christ Jesus. You know when Christ was raised from the death of power? Authority right there. That's authority. And this right here is telling me that my goodness gracious, I was raised with him. Raised with him. With him. With him. You know the phrase in Christ is used 36 times in these three chapters? Y'all know what 36 stands for? Redemption of man. 30 is redemption or the priestly service. Six is man, flesh. When you put those together, 36 is the redemption of man. Or bringing the priestly service. So he's raised us up to be kings and priests. But I have to be in him. In him. In him. I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. In him. In him when he was raised from the dead. <laughs> yes, Shakaba, that's wonderful. That right there set us free 
Authority is delegated power, right? The state of Arkansas gives the police officers, the sheriffs, they, they give them authority. That is delegated power. Now, Jesus Christ said that all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. All of it. All authority was given to him. Okay. So he's the one that has authority, right? Okay. Now, the value or the strength of the authority. Okay, you want to say that again? The value or strength of that authority is based on the force behind the user. I'm the user of the authority. What's backing me? Who gives me the right to say, get out? God. <laughs> the creator. The creator, the creator, the creator. See, the devil who operates in fear and intimidation and control and all that stuff, he is a created being. And he just fluffs up his feathers. Y'all seen some of those um, lizard things, you know, and whenever they get around something, they go, and they, they blow up. That, that kind of reminds me of him. I mean, it, it really does. He is, not, he is not an enemy that we shouldn't, you know, that we should scoff at. I mean, he's a worthy adversary. But have been given power, authority over all of his power. So he might have some power, but I got authority over it. And authority always trumps power. Always. Because even if you whoop up on a police officer, guess what? You finna go to jail and you're gonna stay there for a minute. Right. It don't matter if he's Barney Fife, it don't matter. Because that authority is behind him, and that authority trumps that power. And you might be physically stronger than, and the devil is physically stronger than me. So I don't dare go mess with him in my own strength. I don't dare challenge him in my own self. It is in Christ. In Christ. Christ. We got to get that in us that it is in Christ. 36 times. If I will get in him 36 times, I am in him and I truly don't have any power in myself. I cannot overcome. I can try all day long to not give in to that flesh, but if I'm trying it in my own strength, I'm going to I'm going to fall. I've proved it over and over. <laughs> I have to be, I have to get it that I am in him, that I am in him and he is in me. And see, the enemy knows this power. He knows this power. We're the ones that need revelation because he knows this power. And he knows that he don't have any um, choice 
but to bow. He knows that. That we are talking about the power that raised Christ from the dead. Whenever he whenever he's talking about that, he's saying that that is like that's like beyond fathomable power. It was his greatest feat was raising Christ from the dead. And that power is in me. That is in me. I'm going to just read it again. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. He said, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this, but us up together. And made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I am in him and I am sharing his throne. <laughs> yeah, my Jesus. I share his throne. I, you can say it again. I share the throne of Jesus. Come on, y'all. I share his throne. You share his throne. This is not for specific Christians. This is not just for Morris Cirillo or Apostle Angie. This is not for special folks. This is for you. When you accepted the blood of Jesus Christ and you asked him to wash you and become on his throne. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And I'm just going to tell you, the devil didn't want me talking about it. He has fought me for four days. But he's losing because I'm talking about it. And I'm like, God, how in the world can I talk about this when I act like that? Take the mask off. It's his. It's God. God's power is working in us. God's power is working in us. God's power is working in us. Jesus is the head. Well, where else would his body be? Huh? You think there's just a head sitting up there on that throne? Because the body's down here on this earth being beat down and battered? No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's what religion wants you to think. Dusty road trying to make your way to heaven. That's what he wants you to think. But he is wrong. He is wrong. He is wrong. I'm here to tell you that you have power. You have authority over the enemy. You have it. You are his body. You are part of his body. And let me tell you, I just hope that I am a piece of skin on the bottom of his foot. 
because he said <laughs> that he has put all of that under his feet. And if I'm just a piece of skin on the bottom of his foot, on the sole of his foot, I am still high above. Still high above. I am high above all power and principality. Workers of darkness, wicked spirited above them. You're seated above them. And I'm telling you who you are today. Because there are some things coming. And we better know who we are. We better know who we are. Let's go look at Colossians. Mm. Colossians 2. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Y'all just wait till I get in that commentary. Woo! Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. Where did 2 go? There it is. Well, verse 9 says, For in him, in Jesus, dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you, 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 every one of you, Every one of you on Facebook, if Jesus Christ is your Savior, if He is your Lord, this verse is for you. And you are complete in Him, who is the head. In Him, you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. By the circumcision of Christ. That's what he wants to do is just cut sin off of your heart. When I, when I say God circumcised my heart, that's what he wants to do. He wants to cut sin off my heart. So I don't, that thing does not have power over me anymore. I can be totally, completely set free where I can walk back in the crack house and I can get everyone in that place saved. And I will not feel the desire. I will not have the desire to, to do it again. I can be set free from lust and perversion. And I can, I can be a street walker for 45 years. And that is how I make my living. He saved me. And he can wash me clean. Oh! And he can deliver me from those needs. He can deliver me from that perversion. He can deliver me from that thing. That spirit of abuse is what it is. He can deliver me from that abuse. Shut up, my seat. And I can walk into the pimp's house. And I can get them all saved and set free. And I will never be pulled back into that life again. Ever. Ever. Thank you, Jesus. It's by His power. It's by the power of the Holy Ghost. It's because all of that power that raised Jesus from the dead works in me. It works in me. It works in you. And He has given us, us. Authority over the power of the enemy. He says, nothing shall by any means harm you. That's why that storm was coming and I went out there. It wasn't me. I was scared to death. But I saw that thing coming through those woods. And I hear Satan in the name of Jesus. And I saw that thing split. And it went around us. It didn't touch anything, not a pine straw. 
nothing because the devil knows. He knows that I know that he knows that I know that he knows that I know that my authority comes from God and he has to obey me. He has to. The only time he doesn't is when I ain't sure. That's the truth right there. The only time the enemy does not listen to me is when I'm not real sure. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Jesus Christ is the head. He's the head of the church. I read a book, y'all. Part of this book, he says, I'm going to read it. He says um, that he is the head. The word says he, he is head over all things to the church. And we see this as him being the head of the church, and he is. He is the head of the church. But he says, his being the head is for the church's sake. So that the church, which is his body, being one with the head, would be the head over all things. Okay, I'm going to read it again. I'm reading again. Did y'all hear what I said? Okay. Christ is the head of the church, but his being the head is for the church's sake, okay? So that the church, which is his body, being one with the head, would be the head over all things, as he is over all things. Come on, y'all. I see you staring at me like, what? Did she just say I'm God? Well, we are. As he is, so are we. Yes, and I am. It is my job to hear what heaven is saying. It's my job. I, I'm supposed to hear what heaven is saying, and then I'm supposed to enforce that on this earth. That's my job. If you wonder what you were called to do, I just told you. This is what every one of us are called to do. But so often, the enemy beats us down. He beats us down. He starts it from conception because he's terrified of you. He is scared to death that you are going to find out what you possess. He is, and so he keeps you beat down. And he tells us all the time that we're not right and we can't, I'm barely saved if I am saved. He's told every one of us that because we all act like a fool every once in a while. So it's, he, he wants us so beat down that we won't rise up. But that's what we're called to do is to come up out, fight our way out of this mess Start putting the word of God in my mouth about who I am and who he is and what he's called me to do and get up and do that. Get up and do that and take authority over them devils that are ruling our house. Start right there. Take authority over those things that are ruling our house. That's my house. That's my domain. And me and my husband supposed to be one. 
We're supposed to be one. And I drive that devil out. High touch to coming to the enemy and saying that I ain't nothing but a lowly worm. You were worth something. Jesus Christ died for you. He bled for you. He gave every drop of blood for you. And if you were the only one that needed him, he would have still come and done it. So you are worth something. You are worth the blood of Jesus. It was a high price that he paid. A very high price. And I want to use and equip everything that he paid for me to do. See, he, he came so that sin would no longer have dominion over me. I now have dominion. I have it. I have authority. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me, and it will quicken my mortal body. He's talking about today. He will quicken me, and I will hear, hear the Spirit of God, and I will stand, and I will fight, and I will not allow the enemy to have his way. And he won't have my people either. He is not going to have my people. I have authority over him. mine and it's yours it's mine and it's yours I've already said all that thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you know in, in Colossians I think it's 13 where it says and you together he raised you together that word together means make one alive together we are one we're one with him, and he made us, plural, alive as one. <laughs> that was his prayer. God, make them one. One with me, one with you, and one body with many members. Every time I preach, people always get up and say the scriptures. It's, it's the spirit of God. He wants us to know completely know that he has raised us up with Christ where is it that says I was crucified with Christ nevertheless I live but it's not me that lives it's Christ that lives in me and that that by faith of the son of God so I have to have faith that God really did what he said he did and I can start coming out of thinking I'm nothing. I can start coming out of feeling like I, I ain't never going to come out of this thing. I ain't never going to be able to come out. I just don't, I can't see how I can ever be free. None of us ever saw how we could ever be free. None of us did. It was too overwhelming for him. It is his desire that we let him bring us out of all of that and bring us into our position which is seated with him in the heavens hallelujah far above powers and principalities far above far above so this week I make a declaration yeah I ain't gonna get off my seat to come down here and fight with the enemy. 
He can do whatever he wants to do. He can act any way he wants to act. If I have a problem with it, then I'm going to the Father and I'm saying, God, I ain't coming off my seat. This is my seat. You died for me to have this seat. And I ain't coming off of this seat. So how you want me to pray about this, God? What is it you want me to say about this? How you want me to act about this right here so this thing stops in the name of Jesus? And then you do that right there. You go to war. And God will take care. He'll take care. Thank you, Lord. I just pray right now. Ephesians 1.17, that the eyes of my understanding would be enlightened, God. Strip those scales off of our eyes, God, off of the body of Christ so that we know who we are, so that we know whose we are, God, so that we know what our purpose is in this world, and it is to drive back the forces of evil it is to drive back the forces of the devil it is to drive them back and to stop them from taking our family it's to stop them from taking our friends it's to stop them from taking our nation we have to stop them from taking our nation and I believe that's what he's doing right now he's calling on his body and he's saying arise rise up rise up because they are taking your nation but you can take it back you can take it back you can take over this nation that you Yahweh are God over the United States of America you are God you are the one that we look to I thank you Father I declare it now that you have released warring angels you released your warring angels to come and help us fight God to come and bind up the enemy that is trying to destroy this nation that is trying to destroy the people of this nation that is trying to get the one world government way too early way too early my family ain't saved yet this is way too early and we drive you back we drive you back in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we shut the mouth of that devouring devil it's trying to devour this nation trying to devour this world we see what you're doing that you are trying to get that one world government ready. You're trying to establish it now. You're trying to get us so bound up and devoured that we can't help. We drive you out. We drive you out of this nation. We drive you out in the name of Jesus. That spirit of Jezebel, we drive you out. We drive you out. The body rises up. The body takes authority over the spirit of Jezebel. You will not, you will not thwart the plan and the purposes of God. You will not. There will be a one world government. Yes, there will, but it won't be this week. And see, that's all we got to do. You just take it one step at a time. You armor up, and you link up, and we stand. And when we've done all to stand, we stand. And we do not allow the enemy. We don't allow him to take it. You know, I'm not going to allow you to take our nation. I will not. 
We come against that spirit. I believe with everything in me that God passed over this world on Passover and that we see the decline of the coronavirus. We see the decline. Now, whether, whether all the news stations are giving you that story or not, I don't know. But the, but the decline has been made. And it's not on the rise anymore. It is going down. Hallelujah. And we believe that. And we speak to that. But the fear that has been unleashed, next time somebody sniffles, everybody's going to run to their house. That's fear. That's what fear does. And we have to stand against fear. And you make those who are fearful mad. But it's okay. We still stand against it. And we drive that fear out. We take authority. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over the spirit of fear. And we drive you out. We drive you out of this nation. We drive you out of our churches. We drive you out of our family. We drive you out in the name of Jesus. We Jesus covers us. The blood of Jesus covers us. Last week we talked about that blood. That's the most powerful thing on the face of this earth. And that blood covers us. And then we can stand in the face of the enemy without fear, without hesitation. And we can demand that he loose his hold. He has to listen to us. Y'all, he has to. He understands. He understands all that stuff way better than we do. And he has to listen. He has to obey. He don't have a choice. He has no choice but obey you. Because you are seated in heavenly places. At the throne of Jesus. That's where I'm seated. Right there in him. And I live now by faith in the Son of God. I'm in him. I am as he is. And he is all power what heaven is saying in this earth. That's my job. That's the job. It's to, it's to hear from heaven. Thy kingdom come and your will will be done on this earth. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So I just rise up. Rise up. Isaiah 61 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. So we are to rise up. Rise up, church. Rise up and start speaking. Start speaking the future right now. Start speaking the future right now. You speak your future right now. And if my future, if I speak doom and gloom, if I speak fear, if I speak I ain't never coming out, if I speak that, then I will not ever come out. In six years, I will still have the same battle. But I have to speak this word. I have to hear God. And I have to start speaking this Logos word that you have sent warring angels. You have sent your warring angels. You have dispatched them. And they are here to help us drive the enemy out. To bind the enemy up. To shut the enemy's mouth. Hey! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it, God. Thank you for it, God. And we just declare that your body is arising now. Your body is waking up. Someone said that they are afraid they have awoken the sleeping giant. Yes. My God, yes. 
Church, wake up. Wake up to who we are. Wake up to what we are to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And now we just want to take up this offering. Because, and so we open it up for you to give your tithes and your offerings. And if you're on Facebook, there is a way to give. It's called Tithely. And it usually comes up in the comments. And you can give. While you're at home, you can still give and worship the Lord with your giving. Worship the Lord with your tithes and your offerings and your seeds. Woo! Thank you, Sister Girl. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just lift up this money to you, God. This represents people's lives. We just lift this up to you, Father. And we ask you, Lord, to rebuke the devourer for our namesake, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are mindful. You sat and you watched those who who put offerings in the plate. You watched them. And I thank you, God, that you are watching our giving. And I thank you, Lord, that you are the one that brings the harvest. You are the one that brings the increase, God. And we just pray. You will stretch it farther than the hundred could have ever gone, God. And I thank you that right now, Lord, as Pastor Robert said the other day in prayer, that our investments will prosper. Thank you, Jesus. We speak to the, to the economy of the United States of America. And we command you in the name of Jesus to rise up. Rise up in the name of Jesus. And that great wealth transfer to take place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's anybody here and you need prayer, we never, ever want to close these altars without praying for you. So if you need prayer, just come up and we will be glad to go to the throne of God on your behalf. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I just want to bless you. I want to bless you. I want to bless you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and the Lord give you peace. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be blessed this week. Be blessed. Take your place of authority and drive that devil out. Learn who we are. Hallelujah. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.